Let's just do that sucking dick bad breath thing again. Alright, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fat, forest, and fucked up history joining this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. I'm here. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guest this week, comedian Carmen Morales. What's up? And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. All right, guys. We've got an awesome one for you this week. Our lead topic. We've done, as of this airing, about 150 indecorous life hacks. But we've never seen a life hack so deviously brilliant that we've given someone an indecorous life hack award. So this is our very first one ever. So I think you guys are going to really enjoy this. And Bobby's got the headline on this one. Paul Anthony Menchaca, a 31-year-old man from Arizona, is accused of pretending to have Down syndrome and hiring attractive female caregivers to bathe him and change his diapers. He used the website carelinks.com to solicit the services. The site is for connecting families of special needs people to licensed medical professionals. The elaborate ruse went like this. He pretended to be a mother named Amy who had a son with Down syndrome. Acting as Amy, Paul went on to specifically tell these women that they needed to punish her son when he soiled his diaper by putting him in timeout and taking away privileges. So, best use case ever of impersonating a mother, obviously. Is this actually cheaper than just getting a hooker to do this? It doesn't <laughs> sound like it. I mean, like, I think if you just paid, I mean, that's like a thing, as like a service, is the baby treatment or whatever. Like, that's a kink. So, yeah. There, you could very easily pay a prostitute for this kind of experience. You don't have to trick, because that shit's like. I, well, I guess it is. It is uh, cheaper because caretakers, I think, are only like fifty dollars an hour. Is it? I, I'm not as familiar with this world. I mean, <laughs> I would think that ladies of the night probably won't change a dirty diaper, right? I mean, they'll let you play in a clean diaper, but they probably draw a line on. The oh, pickles. I yeah. see. Yeah, you're gonna have to tip pretty heavily for that. I would imagine. <laughs> You know what I just learned? Actually, my cousin just told me this, that when he was a cop, if you got all three holes, they call that around the world. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. I thought that was the hat trick. Well, maybe in Canada. <laughs> well, uh, the hat trick is when you do all three rooms at the comedy store. That's what I thought. I didn't know it was all three holes in a chick. Yeah. But it doesn't involve any dick sucking or anything? No. You just perform in all three rooms and that's called a hat trick. You don't have to blow anybody or you don't have to get anything put in any of your holes wow that's very progressive i thought so too <laughs> we've come so far but i also i'm also i just want to make it very clear i'm not sex shaming anybody you can put whatever you want in any of your holes anywhere as long as you don't get caught by the cops or the business we're, we're in total agreeance <laughs> anyway one caregiver filed a complaint with local authorities after she felt something wasn't quite right. Was it an erection? <laughs> yeah, the, the erection was all curved up. She was mad that she had to clean up cum and shit. <laughs> yeah, she was cool with the shit, but get that cum out of here. In her complaint, she claimed that she helped Paul bathe and change his diapers on 30 separate occasions. She claimed that Paul would act out in tantrums. 30 occasions, I mean, it's her fault at that point. 
Yeah. It's, she's she's pretty much giving consent at that point. Right. Easy, guys. Easy. She thinks the guy has Down syndrome. That's not... <laughs> That's not consent. She thinks she's taking care of a fucking mentally retarded person. That's very different. Wait, so she's taking advantage of him too? <laughs> no, her the mom. He he paid, paid her as Amy. He misdoubtfired her, but in the most fucked up way possible. <laughs> that's just the way Ian's mind works. It's like if you shit yourself enough, that's consent. That's just the way his mind works. So that was the unwritten rule. Yeah, basically. You're lucky toilets can't write blogs. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> she claimed that Paul would act out in tantrums, talk like a child, and in five separate incidents, he told her his genitals were not cleaned well enough and begged her to take a shower with him. Uncomfortable with the constant crying and nudity of Paul, the caregiver quit. Paul then used his same roots on at least three other female caregivers. So this guy targets women that are probably obviously out of his league, and then tricks them into changing his dirty diapers while getting an erection. If this isn't the greatest life hack cheat code ever, I don't know what is. So what kind of bio do you have to put up on this website to where he's like picking out the sexiest nurses? <laughs> well, I think I think he's acting as Amy. So I think it's just he goes through the profiles and is like, oh, this one, this one, or this one. He goes through the applicants and picks out the ones he finds hot. I mean, are they sharing their Instagrams or... <laughs> I know it's on that on that website. It's a caregiving website. So it has like kind of like, you know, like they have like real estate agent pictures. They have caregiver <laughs> pictures, you know, so a racist old lady doesn't have to pay a black lady to take care of her. <laughs> yeah, that's basically, you know, you have to get the kind of caregiver you want. <laughs> they should be able to rate the clients you like Uber, like Airbnb or something. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Right. After the first caregiver got wise to his life hack, he tried a different approach and told the next caregiver that he had a traumatic brain injury. He felt he was an unattractive man, but after failing with the first caregiver, he didn't think he could adequately pull off the Down syndrome ruse again. By the way, I knew a guy who faked an Australian accent for a year for a chick, and then she left him when he found, when she found out it was fake. So wow, come on, really? dude. Commit to the bit, motherfucker. Commit. <laughs> be method about it. I know a comic that faked a Scottish accent for a while. He might still be doing it. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So he went with the brain damage backstory. From there, the rest of the scam was basically the same. He acted like a child and tried to get the female caregiver to bathe with him and change his diapers. And he kept getting aroused, then crying during each nude encounter. Is that the giveaway that you're getting a, a, a boner? Like, do normal Downs people not get boners when you touch them in the genitals? I don't know if they teach classes in caregiver school on if and when Down syndrome's boners are real or not. You know, like, there's no, there's no training for this. They have a whole semester on Down syndrome boners. <laughs> I mean, I hope they do, because they're very strong people. They're sweethearts, but they're very strong. <laughs> I knew a guy. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You started that with, I know a guy, so... I uh, <laughs> can't wait. wait to hear what's at the end of this. Yeah, and how much was it? <laughs> it was very expensive. Um, now, I, I used to work with a guy that was just terrified of anybody with Down syndrome, and he told people that, but, like, I didn't believe him until one day I witnessed him visibly shaken when one of our customers had a child with down syndrome with them and he just fled wow, wow. some ptsd yeah. there <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, something happened. He might have worked for this care service. I'm starting to think. <laughs> yeah, maybe he, he just had to change he had to change a grown man's diaper that was jerking off at the same time. He's like, never again. Never again. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Downs on you. Fool me twice. <laughs> So since the initial complaint, all the former caregivers have gone on the record to tell their stories. All four women claim Paul would become sexually aroused. It'd be funny if like they, they told their stories, but for a sex website. Right? <laughs> so now people are jerking off to their stories of jerking off a guy that's pretending to have downs. So, so they can make more money off of this horrific experience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like a Not... penthouse forum. But exactly. all people who fake Down syndrome or, you know, who into the dirty diaper thing can read it and jerk off to it. Like, I don't know if Pornhub has a drunk history type thing, but they could do that with these women's stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, all four women claim Paul would become sexually aroused when having his dirty diaper changed or being washed. But like all great things, this brilliant life hack had to come to an end. The first caregiver fatefully ran into Paul's parents one day and somehow felt brave enough to steer the conversation into questions around why their son got erections when she changed his dirty diapers. So shortly after, <laughs> shortly after that slightly awkward conversation, the caregiver went to authorities to press legal charges. I would love to hear the even more awkward conversation between Paul and his parents after that. <laughs> Paul, have you been faking downs to get your pee-pee cleaned again? Like, there's no way this is the first time he's ever done something fucked up like yeah, this. Yeah, I'm guessing the mom was just happy that she didn't have to keep doing it. <laughs> It sounds like the guy's got to be spending a lot of money on this. I mean, they said like, what was it, like 30-something complaints, right? So that's got to be at least 30 instances of paying at least $100 to have this. Yeah. Apparently, I'm only concerned with the cost of it. I wonder if this is illegal. Is it illegal like to pretend that you're retarded so you can get sponge baths? Is, is there a... Yeah, because that, that falls under coercion. She, he, she's, he's convincing her to touch him against her will. She doesn't want to clean his dick. She's getting paid to uh, because she's a, a certified fucking caregiver. It's her job to clean people who are incapable of cleaning themselves. And this guy is uh, being gross about it. Also, I got another problem with this. Go to fucking FetLife, bro. There's people who are into this. Yeah, that's You're true. not the only fucking person that's into this. Go to a fetish website, be like, this is what I want. And then somebody's like, mom is here. Open wide. I got a titty for you. And then you take a shit in a diaper and she cleans it. Like, it's like, I don't understand why this even needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. this guy, I did a show once at um, Frolicon, which is like a sex convention in Atlanta. And they have all kinds of people that are into all kinds of shit. And I think going to, I mean, I got in for free. That's basically the only reason I did it. Like feces going back to the diaper thing? All of it. That's where I found out about figging, which I mentioned three podcasts ago. Cause they are, figging doing similar all... to ducking, right? It's like the more. A, a little bit, yeah, but more painful, yeah. By the way, eventually I found out it's ginger root. You put ginger root up your pee hole, and then when you yank it out, it burns your urethra. Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Right, we'll do it. That's also for the Patreon supporters. I, uh... <laughs> we'll be doing we'll be doing a demonstration. But can anyway... I can I can I put it in? Well. Can I Vanna White it? I, I'm asking for consent now, so you can't say no later. Um... <laughs> I'm more of a turmeric guy. Yeah, but turmeric doesn't hurt. The whole point is the pain. Yeah. Uh, okay. You've severely disappointed Carmen. Do you hear the disappointment in Carmen's voice when she heard she couldn't inflict pain on you? Yes. Look, you get your supplements however you want, all right? <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, yeah, I agree with Carmen. This guy could get a ticket for Frolicon, which I don't know, it's maybe $150. He'll fucking definitely find somebody that wants to do this shit for him. Uh, I thought you meant like this offense was so common there was just a standard ticket for it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a festival just for this. There's it's a- called Caregiving Downs. Oh, you got a Caregiving Downs ticket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a 1052 over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so quick. anything else before we move on to the next one, guys? Yeah, is real quick, is anybody's anybody else's audio like sound a little fucked up? I think you're you're the only one that sounds fucked up, honey. And I, I don't mean that in a shitty way. I just mean you're the only one that clips. Yours is the only one that's clipping. I'm hearing a little bit of clipping coming from Carmen, but I don't know if I was getting it from I was getting it from Carmen, and then just a minute ago I got it from Ian. I'm uh, I th- I think I'm the best. <laughs> Classic. Classic. I just wanted to say that I think I'm the best. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> well, I won stand-up comedy last year. You did. Oh my god! I can't believe I forgot about that. That was pretty impressive. You got like an award and everything and um... Yeah, a winner of stand-up comedy. Well, first, I think this is what you're getting confused at. First, I won the Soda City Comedy Festival, which wasn't even a competition, but I just did so well that I just I just won it. Yeah, what's what's even great it's like a really great hero story and that he wasn't even in the festival. Nope. And showed up. I just won it. Um, dazzled everyone and then won the entire festival. They gave him the key to the festival. And the only reason I went is because I, I wanted to go see Carmen. And then I ended up doing a show. And look at that. And then magic. Was there a sash involved? I just oh, yeah. I, I, being I, crowned. Yeah, yeah I, got I got a, a tiara. I got a tiara, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he didn't just wear the tiara. He wore the tiara on his fedora because he's no, he's always on brand. He's always on brand. So. Always on, o- always be branded. Dude, hat doesn't come <laughs> off for sex or number twos. Hat stays on all the time. So, see, I think audio-wise, Bobby, I think we're all right. Okay, cool. But, I mean, if you feel like killing our momentum again, just go for it. <laughs> yeah, we need to keep this comedy train choo-chooing along. <laughs> That's right. Look at that. You took that MC class. <laughs> <laughs> anybody here dating who's dating guys yeah. anyone Any birthdays, dating anniversaries <laughs> <laughs> all right so carlos can take us on this next topic here another good news uh, while living a normal life under this pandemic has proven tricky for some businesses universities and colleges had some difficult choices to make like should they refund tuition when entire semesters were canceled well, Allison Green, not that you got, for those of you who don't know Allison Green, <laughs> obviously, the, I'll explain it to you, you dummies. She, of course, is the dean of the art college at NYU. Green the dean. Green the dean, that's right. She had a very artistic way to let the students know that they would not be getting a refund. Wait, artistic or autistic? Well, yeah. I guess we're about to find out. Okay. So this is the video that she sent out to all the students after she said you won't be getting a refund. She sent this video with the attachment. And basically she's dancing to an R.E.M. song. Dancing poorly, too. I give her a D. I give her a D at best. Somebody's not following the syllabus. What the fuck is this? Was that R.E.M.'s losing my tuition? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> lose it my i wonder if that if she did change the words maybe that's what she, that was her big uh, reveal because it was a punny song yeah she turned into a guitar comic at the end of this thing <laughs> yeah so this was her way of like softening the blow 
Yeah, dude, look at this juicy fucking dance I got. (laughs) I would like to think that she followed it up with a picture of a middle finger and then a picture of her ass mooning them. I'd respect that more than this shit. I don't know what this is. (laughs) You're an art professor and this is the best thing you came up with? Like, take this bitch's job away. And most importantly, did she pay to properly license that? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah. She's gonna wait go. wait did we pay to properly license that or <laughs> I, I don't we didn't pay more, you guys didn't play more than 15 seconds you're good that's how instagram okay, gets thank around God. It. otherwise we'd be paying a million dollars for this shit wait we could consult our indecorous attorney now oh that's right we have yeah. an indecorous attorney we'll fucking is it the cat I mean, <laughs> is the cat your attorney <laughs> yeah yeah indecorous podcat says okay so i yeah. think we're good to go <laughs> my cat said this was totally legal as i'm murdering a guy <laughs> I guess, you know what, if you're going to look at the bright side, I guess, at least this woman's not the uh, oncologist, because I'd hate to get like a, you have cancer video. You know? <laughs> it's like, you know, we're like, hey, you have pancreatic cancer, but look at me dancing to shiny, happy people. This woman gets fired for this video, and I think that she should. She should start an OnlyFans where she dances any kind of bad news that you get. So you pay yeah, your oh, money, yeah, and then great. and then you find out your parents are getting a divorce, or you pay this woman money, you find out your girlfriend's cheating on you, or you get, you know what I mean? Like she is the deliverer of yeah. bad news because then it's She'll like the nothing's as bad as her dancing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing is as bad as this woman's dancing. <laughs> That's a great idea, because actually, that's the only reason I haven't gotten on Cameo, is because I just want to dance. You know what I mean? I think like, you should let me... that joy out. Oh, my God. Kidding me? I People think love I should, dancing. Yeah. yeah, follow your heart, man. I'm not just going to tell you happy birthday or whatever. I want to dance for you. I mean, I don't know why you're not on TikTok. You would be a millionaire by now, just because of all the sponsorship Bro. you get, because, you know, you're dancing. We, we've been we've been turning down sponsors left and right because none of them will allow me to dance. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's you know, you, yeah. you could play the race card for that, dude. That's fucked up that they don't let you dance, dude. That's like... I do, dude, I'll tell you right now, we haven't told anybody this. Like, we haven't told it on the podcast uh, out loud yet, but uh, Spotify originally hit us up, and I was like, oh, we'll do it, but uh, you got to let me dance. And they were like, no. And so I was like, all right, well, then just go with Joe Rogan then. <laughs> That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. You're welcome, Joe Rogan. That's why you're like Chappelle and like you can walk away from the money. You know what I mean? Like your integrity is fully intact. Honestly, when all that shit was going down, I moved to Africa for about two months. All right, moving on to our next topic, unethical life hacks. We've scraped the bells of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this edition of unethical life hacks. Get a free high-quality tattoo by first giving yourself a small swastika where you want it. Many tattoo shops offer to cover up racist tattoos for free, especially during times like now when racism is hot in the news. Yeah, until somebody just like shares a video of you walking into a tattoo parlor with your swastika tattoo. (laughs) Gotta think long game, Bobby. You gotta think about the long game. And maybe I don't want to cover it up, you know? (laughs) Maybe I'm not ready. Is this actually true? This is a thing that they'll do at the yeah, tattoo shops? I think it's just what they say, and then they take you in the back room and beat the shit out of you for being a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know, man. T- like, tattoo artists aren't, aren't as tough as they used to be, so I think it's legit. I think it's like, because I have a buddy who's a tattoo artist in a comic in the Tampa area, and he was like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. I want you to live with that for the rest of your fucking yeah. life. And, and Tampa's <laughs> like the capital of swastika tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, there's there's way bigger places. There's black people in Tampa, so it's harder for them to be out and about. I would say like yeah. Macon, Georgia is a good place, <laughs> or Paducah, Kentucky is another good place, or Palatka, Florida, Mississippi. Like there's plenty of places that there's swastika factories, but um I would like to keep going through the list. I'm mm. enjoying the list, yeah. Are you talking about <laughs> Kyle? Yes, Kyle Roos. Yeah, Kyle Roos. Oh, is Tampa the one that's right near where the Scientologists are? I mean, they're they're everywhere, but yeah, it's. I think they're in Clearwater. Clearwater. That's what that's what I'm thinking about. But that is right next to Tampa. I do think that's really sweet for some people to be like, "Oh, you don't want to like just the whites anymore." I think it's real. (laughs) It's a nice gesture. Um, But ultimately, as I've been told by many uh, people who are darker than I am, we like to see where the swastikas are. So I say leave them. Yeah. See a a parlor that had this policy and they had to do away with it because somebody came in with like a giant back piece one day that they had to cover up. Uh, Yeah. It's like all of a sudden this guy's like really into giant windmills and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like you dedicated your whole back to Holland. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think you know what's funny though is like I made the association with a Scientologist in Clearwater because Tampa's I guess close to that. But I was like, oh no, I'm making the Scientologists look bad. But now I'm starting to think like maybe it's the Nazis that don't want to be associated with Scientologists. <laughs> like I'm not really sure which one I'm offending more by associating them with each other. <laughs> we're gonna get letters from both sides. It's like Nazis <laughs> telling us, no, we're not fucking Scientologists. Hey, at least the Nazis probably aren't gonna sue us. <laughs> well, yeah, they just don't have the money <laughs> they just don't yeah. have the money yeah um, tell, yeah exactly <laughs> it's tough times for nazis these days <laughs> <laughs> well we got our quote for the show tonight <laughs> okay i'm gonna read this next one but i want to say again that bobby said it's tough times for the nazis right <laughs> just want to well, reiterate that and you didn't have to dance to it, my friend. <laughs> I didn't have to get a boner. But it's, I think it's just because your diaper needs to be changed. Well, speaking of, if you have a diaper fetish, consider leading a moderately healthy lifestyle. So as you enter your old age, you'll be forced to wear a diaper all day, every day, floating in ecstasy. So when our hero Paul from our last story gets old, he won't even have to fake Down syndrome. How happy is he going to be? And hopefully that he's is, out of jail by then. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you can focus on your fetish when you're wallowing with dementia. <laughs> it, it is a good, because uh, I hadn't thought about this, uh, obviously. I mean, it, it would be weird if I was like, yeah, I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I put in my 10,000 hours. Well, you know, actually, I wrote a dissertation in college about <laughs> this. But I guess they're just saying, like, live a long life, so eventually you shit your fucking diapers all the time. Yeah, Yeah. I also think that it'd be funny if this guy gets old and then he still tries to pull this prank off with with dementia. So he like pretends he shit himself. And then they're like, no, I just cleaned you. You you, you can't have physically shit yourself already. (laughs) Like he just keeps trying to get his actual nurses to do the same thing. I guess, yeah, it's one of those where it's like, are you really going to enjoy it when you don't even fucking realize that you're doing it sort of thing? If you're just demented and old, then are you even going to enjoy any of it? Got to live in the moment, bro. Got to YOLO. That's right. That's why the Alzheimer patients came up with that YOLO phrase. (laughs) (laughs) I hate my kid. What do I do? Do you find yourself constantly making excuses for your shitty kid? Like, he just has his own sense of morality. Or... Those were just lower life forms. He will eventually stop. Maybe it's time to move on and make another less shitty kid down the road. But first, you have to get rid of that little monster. 
That's where food-scented flavored candles are the socially acceptable way to let nature run its natural course and allow you to start over with a clean slate. Most kids are dumb enough to eat them, so loving parents would never dare buy Oreo-flavored candles and put them in little Billy's room. But one parent's worst nightmare is your opportunity. Cheers. Wait, is this not one that we already did? Yeah, dude. The same one this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, same one when we tried to record this whole episode, but Bobby forgot to turn on his microphone. No, that wasn't me. <laughs> You're too busy misspelling some shit. <laughs> you guys All should right. definitely leave this in. Oh, we break up and get back together every week. That's just <laughs> yeah, a yeah. thing we do on the episode. Yeah, and then I go on another podcast and, and I'm like, we were on break. <laughs> and then they get all jealous. Indecorous discourse. I like it. All right. Well, let's. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and do it then. All right. Jumping back in. So, so what? What this life hack is saying is you have to get rid of your first kid before or any you kid can... you don't like. I mean, it could be any kid. Just you got a shitty kid. Boom. Scented candle. Socially acceptable way to kill the kid, and no one's gonna frown on you. So you're killing the kid by it eating wax. Yeah, dude, so no murder charge, just nature. They just be like, oh, it was a death by misadventure. This is a pretty presumptuous one. I, I mean, I've smelled some candles that smelled pretty good before. I didn't, like, take a bite, realize that it was disgusting paraffin flavor, and then just keep going until I died. <laughs> but you're not I a think, six-year-old kid. <laughs> I think your listener is as dumb as they think the kids are. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think this person almost died eating scented candles. They just want to feel better about themselves. So they <laughs> <laughs> this is the way for them to justify it. You almost, you almost OD every time you go to Yankee Candle. You know how it is. I can't take it. It's not real snickerdoodles. It's not noodles. Yeah, I can't imagine having a kid that I just hated. I mean, I don't have kids, but... The, this doesn't make sense because like, you would want to kill somebody else's kid. That's the thing about having a kid is yeah. you still want it to stay alive because there's chemicals in your body that go, hey, keep that thing alive. It's yours. And then you do that. So it could beat that school shooting high score. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe this is or better hack just... to do on someone else's kid. Yeah, this I think is I think this is like if you're murdering somebody else's child for them, it's probably for the best. Because you also have to see which one of them are dumb enough to eat the candle anyways. Yeah, I guess that's the one way I would agree with it. If you have a kid that's dumb enough to eat a whole fucking candle, then yeah, you're not losing much. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm kind of curious, like, how much candle it would take to actually kill somebody. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it too, is like, how, like, you just shit, so do you just shit out a candle? You're telling me your body can't process wax at all? Like, I, I know dogs have eaten candles. There's probably shit it out. It didn't die. There's probably like a My Strange Addiction episode where somebody eats like three pounds of candles every day. Yeah, and they've been, <laughs> and they've been alive for the last 30 years and shit. Too let's long. Get the, let's get them on the podcast. <laughs> so maybe maybe this is a too, too optimistic of a hack, and our homework assignment is to find another socially acceptable way to kill your kids for the next episode. Yeah, better poison. Uh, yeah, like, like maybe actual poison instead of something <laughs> that our body will push through. <laughs> You could get them to wash it down with some, like, Bath and Body Works stuff. <laughs> I was going to say have them wash it down with some Lysol, but that'll just make them immune to COVID. <laughs> then they'll live forever. <laughs> if you have bad breath in the bedroom, perform oral sex on your partner as soon as possible. So if they notice your bad breath, you have an excuse. All right. Now I know 100% positive 
that we've done both of these before because these are the same two that we did with Augusta. You think so? No, I know so. Like the, the last one, I was like, all right, you fuckers put me on the fence. The second one, we did both of these with Augusta. But was it the, let me think, maybe so, who knows? No, I know. <laughs> we should probably figure this out. Yeah. Well, like the first one, I was like, all right, okay, I'll let you guys slip with this because maybe, you know, the weirdest part of this is that I'm the one that gets drunk. <laughs> and you're remembering it. And I'm the one that's remembering this shit. And Ian and Bobby don't drink. And I'm the one remembering both of these. We definitely did this before. I just don't remember which episode it was that we had to burn because of the audio issues. Well, issues. I know we had to burn an episode, but I also know that we did both of these with Augusta. You know Augusta, right, Carmen? Yeah, maybe right. they just got their fat chicks mixed up. <laughs> yeah, smart, yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. That's Ian for you. Yeah. You think we're all the same? I mean, we can do it again. I'll just do the same shit I did last time when this happened and fucking edit everything else together. Let's see. Uh, I'll, throw a, I'll throw another one out here for you just to give you guys something else to use. If you need a minimum wage job, call ICE on your local ethnic grocery stores or restaurants. Soon there will be multiple job openings at those locations. Yeah, you could just go get any other minimum wage job. Don't be, don't <laughs> be, also, how about, don't be a dick. <laughs> that's also so presumptuous that you could get that job too. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? True. Like, you still have to apply, motherfucker. And if you s seem like a person that can't work with, if obviously if you can't work with immigrants, they're not gonna hire you. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Right? Well, if, if You're riding on their cheap labor. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. If they would just stop rejecting my resume just because I got a couple of felonies on there. Yeah, it's like, hey, what about if I get my swastika tattoo covered up? Can I get that job done? <laughs> I want to go in and get mine enhanced. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so you can be a complete piece of shit and pull this card and do this, but then you still have to be able to cook, clean, do whatever. And most people that would be this shitty of a human being wouldn't be qualified in the first place. So maybe some wishful thinking there. Yeah, a lot of people that work at the grocery store have felonies, so it's obviously something else. It's some. It's you. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> that, what grocery stores are you shopping? Is that a Trader Joe's thing? <laughs> <laughs> No, Trader Joe's, I think they all have to have liberal arts degrees. I think that's yeah, very yeah, dude. You have Definitely. to show your artwork. You have to show your final thesis. It does have like a theater vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to do that and read two poems. <laughs> or you have to listen to somebody tell a poem. And if you don't snap, you can't get hired. <laughs> that's right. And you have to get offended at something. Doesn't matter what, <laughs> just be offended. Yeah, how many times have you guys been to the checkout line and Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, the cashier said something to the effect of, what is your happy word for the day? Or do you have a poem you want to say out loud? Like that's happened to me like at least eight times. Say something uh, that has never happened to me because I am poor. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, if, if that started happening to me, I would make it a point to shop at the felons only grocery store. <laughs> that's the name of it. Come in, felons. <laughs> felons um, only. That's, wait, that's, yeah. a dating, that's a dating site, I thought. <laughs> is it? I don't know. <laughs> Should I'd, I'd watch crime on crime porn. Hell yeah. <laughs> Man, so I'm accidentally espousing some first world problems. Over yeah, no, get back at me when your example includes, hey, don't you hate it when the cashier at Aldi says blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs>
I love that Aldi is so close to Acme. It should have just been Acme, dude. Like right? it's just, it has generic bird seed that also yeah. can cover up explosive pellets. Like there's a you big might arrow. as well. Yeah, you get all that publicity from old Looney Tunes cartoons and shit. That's where I get all my bomb making materials. Every time you eat at a restaurant, vote it unfriendly for kids so you are less likely to have to deal with annoying little kids. Oh no, you think parents give a fuck? I've seen kids at a buffet at a strip club, motherfucker. They will bring those little shits everywhere, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've given up on life. They don't give a fuck about your life. <laughs> if anything it's gonna get like that's gonna be the only thing that brings them joy is it ruining your dining experience yeah <laughs> and what is the unfriendly for kids what does that imply the staff is touching them that's extra friendly to kids i think they mean kids. like sharp objects like there's adult themes somebody's playing porn on the tv that kind of yeah. shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, want to go to that restaurant. That yeah, no fantastic. shit. <laughs> Unfriendly for kids, super friendly for Carlos Valencia. <laughs> it should just say that so it's implied. They don't have yes, to say so it. This is very Carlos Valencia friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I won't bring the kids. Uh, yeah, we, no, yeah, right. The other thing that I was thought about, we did this a long, long time ago when we talked about McDonald's, about how unsafe their little play pens were, where... Oh, kids balls, were getting lost pits. in the fucking ball pits and shit. Yeah, dude. Like maybe that's what they mean by unfriendly to kids. It's like my kid went to the ball pit, never came back. Best day ever. Yeah. <laughs> I even got to save money on the candles. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah. I called that I called that Independence Day. <laughs> this is one of those like the America of two worlds. Because the kind of people that would put all their little diseased crotch fruit inside of f-150 and go attack a golden corral in rural america those aren't the same kind of people that would take their crotch fruit to like a upscale place like a jason's deli you know? yeah because they can't afford it <laughs> i mean that could be their big day out if he gets a bonus or something like that i mean like that's why people go to olive garden and spend 75 dollars like that's a big deal. Yeah, you know, come to think of it, growing up, my family would go to Outback like once a year. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Maybe we were part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like to the restaurant, to the. No, we went to summer in Australia. <laughs> no, I, I was uh, what I was going to ask. Like, did you go to the Outback restaurant or just Outback? <laughs> yeah, we would just eat outside. Like we found roadkill today. Yeah, we were allowed to eat in the yard one day a year, and then it was back in your cage. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I wonder if we could get them to make a ball pit scented candle and really just obliterate all of these children. Can we just do that? Yeah, well, we'll figure this out because I have a feeling that candle thing is going to pop up about five more times on this podcast. <laughs> I have a funny feeling you're correct, my friend. And I also think that we're going to be the most kid-friendly podcast ever in 2020. Definitely better than Chris is. <laughs> yeah. It's a different kind of kid-friendly, but yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself constantly making excuses for your little shit kid? Like, he just has his own sense of morality. Or, those were just lower life forms. He will eventually stop. Maybe it's time to move on and make another less shitty kid down the road. But first, you have to get rid of this little monster. That's where food-scented candles come in. So food-scented flavored candles are the socially acceptable way to let nature run its course and allow you to start over with a clean slate. Most kids are dumb enough to eat them, so loving parents would never buy Oreo-flavored candles and put them in little Billy's room, but one parent's worst nightmare is your opportunity. Cheers. 
I'm going to need a whole explanation for this one. All right, so I'm sure Augusta knows about the food scented candles. I mean, every girl loves scented candles, right? And they decided that instead of just like, oh, it smells like autumn or something, now it smells like fucking chocolate caramel blizzard sundae or some shit. Fucking kids will eat this shit and die. So you're killing the kid by it eating wax? Yeah, dude. So no murder charge, just nature. They just be like, oh, it was a death by misadventure. But why would they die, I guess is my question. Because well, well, what, yeah. the, the candles are either made out of beeswax or paraffin. So you're other, saying non-toxic, non- non-toxic probably? probably. I mean, it's toxic. like they're going to have a stomach ache and probably shit themselves. But like as far as the toxicity level in the candles, I just don't see it being an effective choice. That's, That's right. what it too is like how like you just should. So do you just shit out a candle? You're telling me your body can't process wax at all? Like I, I know dogs have eaten candles, shit it out. It didn't die. I'm all for killing your kid. I'm just saying, like, I don't think this will work. Now I'm kind of curious, like, how much candle it would take to actually kill somebody. Plus, the amount of scent that they actually put into candles is deplorable. You sound like you've written an email or two to Yankee Candle. Oh, Yankee Candle does high quality. Yankee Candle has the good ones, but if you go to Confederate Candle... Yes. <laughs> if you go to Southern Rebel Candle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Get your freedom scented candle. <laughs> so that's how the heck was um, shifted. They're heritage scented candles. Yeah. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Heritage, if you go to heritage, heritage, not hate, hate candles. <laughs> heritage, not hate candles. So that's how this hack works. If you have bad breath in the bedroom perform oral sex on your little shit kid soon as possible so if they notice your bad breath buy oreo flavored candles you have an excuse we haven't done this one before hey everybody just wanted to remind you one more time we got a patreon patreon.com slash indecorous comedy if you really like the podcast we would appreciate your support we have three tiers and they are amazing for the cheapskates in the world we have the easy tier for three bucks you can become a slag we love you too i love slags no no judgment here no judgment well you just call them cheapskates well (laughs) a little bit of judgment but if you want to up the ante and have us judge you a little bit less you can become a lot lizard and what is a lot lizard bobby tell them what a lot lizard is a lot lizard is a truck stop prostitute (laughs) so one that gives hand jobs to truckers we love the truckers, $7. We love hand jobs too. Yeah, who stops at hand jobs? And if you want to be the queen of the prom, you can become a scholarly, dignified courtesan, and you can enjoy all the bells and whistles of slag and lot lizard, plus many more perks for only $10 a month. That's right. But even if you're only at the $3 level, you still get all the bonuses that we post. We've been posting bonuses about every week. Extra content, Pornhub comments, life hacks, extended interviews. So you get to listen to all that even at the $3 level. So definitely check us out on Patreon. But we're also on social media at uh, Facebook at Indecorous Comedy. Twitter at Indecorous Pod because Indecorous Comedy was too long for Twitter. So it's at Indecorous Pod. Instagram at Indecorous Comedy. And we are on Pornhub now too. Boom, Pornhub. Pornhub. Have your fap, then have your life. Like official like, like not just surfing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were constantly on Pornhub regardless, yeah, yeah. but officially we are on Pornhub. And I don't know if you can find us by searching because the man is still trying to keep us down. We haven't gotten verified yet. Carlos hasn't sent those dick pics yet. Not yet. But <laughs> if you want to find us, you can just go to pornhub.com slash users slash indecorous comedy which i know sounds like a mouthful but it's still way better than our youtube url 
<laughs> Would you want to read that? You no, got, you got the really, piece of paper. Not, not that I don't have it memorized. <laughs> you might as well be trying to read a QR code. <laughs> All right, so moving on to our main topic this week. For our main topic, we're doing a deep dive into the perils of algorithmic financial trading. For the uninitiated, here's a brief primer on how financial markets work and how super fast computers have created new opportunities for greed and stupidity to do the fun things that they always do. So Bobby's gonna give us a primer on the basics of financial markets. Back in the good old days, when con men had to rely on insider trading for their riches, the financial market was generally just for long-term investing, so the head of the household could disappoint his wife and kids with his crummy stock picks. Every decade had stocks like Blockbuster, Radio Shack, and Kmart, and millions of losers that had to give their kids hugs and excuses instead of Christmas presents. But now, with cutting-edge technological advances, we have amazing new ways to fuck our lives. I mean, this is true. Like by the time I was old enough to even know anything about the stock market, the internet was already a thing, which made me wonder, I was like, how did people do it way back in the day? Like yeah. how, how the fuck did you actually invest on stocks? You have to you, write a letter or some shit? What the no, fuck you would, there was just, <laughs> I did my first investment when I was a kid under my uncle. We just used to watch the thingy, the little ticker tape. The ticker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like uh, before all these news outlets were insane. Uh -huh. One of them would just show you and talk about the market all day. That was the whole point of them. It was like the money market channel. You would have a, a broker who would do a lot of this shit for you. So you would just call your broker and yell at him and tell him what to do with your money. And he would take like 20% cut and make some little shady suggestions and probably fuck you up. But he'd make a big commission. That's the way America should be. I, I used to think that you physically had to go down to the stock exchange and start yelling to get your stock. <laughs> no, you, you usually have people that are down there for you. I mean, didn't you see trading places? Yeah, trading they places. They have people, exactly. somebody down in the pits for you. <laughs> There's people on the phones taking orders. It was everywhere. Carmen is 75 years old. <laughs> I am. I just moisturize. I've been trying to tell people that for Good a long Lord. time. It's not an old soul. I'm just physically old. I just moisturize. Yeah, look, we, uh, we went to Outback once a year. I didn't exactly have my own guy on the floor. <laughs> Down on Wall Street. I was poor too, but my uncle was always interested in it. So I just like through osmosis of like listening to him talk about it. I talked about it. I didn't have a broker, but every year my family kept getting broker and broker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we didn't have any money. You know what's funny is, Carlos, you were actually with me when I made my first investment as an adult. In, I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we were hanging out and doing drugs, having a great time. What and this, that was what, when- Did this happen before or after you roofied me? Um, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You were conscious for all of this, so. Yeah, all right, very well. <laughs> I think you're just pretending <laughs> to have Down syndrome right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted a sponge bath. <laughs> but yeah, you were there because I, you know, the little credit card things that take credit card square. Yeah. I had been using that little thing for like a couple of years since the, the company had started. And they sent me an email saying like, hey, since you've been with us for so long, we're about to go public. You have the opportunity to buy this stock 
for super cheap oh, before it hits okay. the market. Oh, yeah. And I talked to you about it that day because I was like, I just had like a fat merch week. So I had like six or $700 in cash, just uh, just liquid money right there. I'm assuming I just asked you to buy me a lot of drinks. I did. And, and I did. And that was that's how good of a week it was, is I could still invest in a company and buy you 93 yinglings. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, so how are you doing these days? How did Square turn out for you? Did you make some... I bought it at nine and it's now worth uh, $63 a share. Nice. So, had you not, so question, had you not have bought Carlos those delicious drinks he had, would you have had more cash available put into the stock purchase? <laughs> yeah. How much money does Carlos owe you? Uh, you don't have to answer that. All right. So moving, I think we already talked about this on a different podcast. I think we... Wait, is this the episode where we bring guests on to confront Carlos about how he ruined their lives? No, no. We already, I think we talked to Augusta about this already. So let's go to the next thing. High frequency <laughs> trading was born when people realized that with enough speed, you can accurately predict which way the market would move over the next few seconds oh this is so interesting unlike <laughs> investing your money in a 401k for 20 years you can't double your money in just a few seconds but if you make a thousand trades a day and win five dollars every time you can end up like lisa sparks lisa i'd rather sparks. talk about your alcoholism uh lisa sparks <laughs> didn't set the greatest world record of all time by falling in love marrying some dude i think we lost carmen <laughs> But let's just do the rest, of the rest of the podcast ourselves. I think we can do this. And then only doing a few Tinder fuckboys on the side. No, she fucked 919 dudes in one day back in 2004. That's a now weird part. number. That's like that's like a she had to give up number. Yeah, that's right. She had to right? tap out, you know, before At nine, 919. I think she's like, that's the area code from where she's from is 919. And then she just wanted to honor her area code. It's tattooed in old English on her belly. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, gothic numbers and shit. So, <laughs> so anyway, she did a gangbang and somehow this relates to stocks. Yeah, dude. I mean, her inspiration of fucking that many dudes. It wasn't a quality fuck. It wasn't a sensual slow fuck, but the sheer number of them. This is what inspired high-frequency trading, I believe, anyway. Yeah, you know, I don't think you should write the podcast in between jerks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this I think is we're, we're just a... learning a lot yeah. about Ian. That's all that's happening. Inspiration happened. comes from magical you're, places. <laughs> you're becoming distracted, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> we get it, Ian. You want to wear a fucking diaper, dude. We get it. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Don't let Ian go near any candles, all right? No <laughs> candles for Ian. So this is all Christian doing up, friends. So with such a specialized endeavor requiring extreme math and computer programming skills, one might assume this type of sophisticated undertaking would only be done cautiously by qualified industry experts, a true intellectual gentleman's pursuit for only the best and brightest. Well, keeping greed, stupidity, fraud, and theft out of the financial system is as futile a task as trying to get a lead guitar player for Cock Rock Band to do a solo with his eyes open and his mouth fucking shut. So without further ado, this is our list of the top high-frequency trading and algorithmic trading fails of all time. So, oh, Carmen, yeah. if those shares were $9, that's like, what, like two or three yinglings. So, all right. So, so there you wait. I think on, Carmen's on, up on, next. On, Carmen's up on. next, I believe. What's funny is 
I budgeted for that. Me going out with Carlos and the money that I had set aside for the business were very separate amounts. So it was whatever was left over was how many yinglings we would have. The boring See, stuff. Can we just get back to how Carlos ruined your life? No, I don't. <laughs> he no, didn't. He just what, was no, there but, when I made my first $500 investment that is now worth a, a few thousand dollars. See, and this is what I love about Carmen. Is like I tell this to everybody that I meet. I'm like, hey, set some money aside for my drinks. Most don't even <laughs> listen. Most don't even listen. But Carmen, that's why I love Carmen. <laughs> I'll enable you until you're dead, baby. I'll yeah, enable you until you. you're dead. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so Carmen can take us on this first one. Counting down the top five trading fails of all time. Back in the end of 2019, the retail investing and day trading app Robinhood released a new update with a fatal flaw that allowed people to essentially gamble with unlimited money. The glitch allowed for traders to have the ability to trade millions of dollars of real money with just a modest $2,000 deposit. That sounds like a little bit more than just a glitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you put 2K in here, fucking fuck around with a couple of million. <laughs> you know, this is the end of office space. <laughs> you know how many fucking yinglings you can buy with millions of dollars? <laughs> yeah, we assume you're good for it. <laughs> I more accurately could tell you how many you could buy with two thousand dollars because I'm probably right. that's right. about <laughs> that's about where we're at. Oh, is that how much he owes you? No, oh, come on. All right, come on. I'm trying to do a podcast <laughs> over here. Can we just stick to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Social norms dictate that once huge bugs like this are discovered, white hat developers, not to be confused with red hat developers, usually share the information thoughtfully with the software vendor so that they can apply a fix and so no harm is done. But in this case, instead of sharing the bug privately with Robinhood so they could fix it, the evil autistic genius that discovered the bug shared this publicly on the Wall Street Bets Reddit. God bless him. I hope he got some sponge baths. <laughs> I didn't think we could say white hat developers anymore. Oh, yeah. Isn't, yeah tech, right. isn't, isn't tech getting a little more responsible with their language? The proper term is a cracker hat. <laughs> cracker ass, cracker hat. Cracker developer. ass, cracker hat. It's, yeah, it's the, cr the cracker dunce. And almost immediately, a contest ensued where people tried to exploit this glitch and gamble with all of the unlimited free money that they could. The mods even tracked the bets being made with a leaderboard. When all was said and done, the top five people on the leaderboard traded with over $10 million of free money using this glitch. And most of them took losses in millions. Everyone, <laughs> everyone had a blast and autism had a real moment. Yeah, you guys I know mean, I've got that Reddit sub ready to roll for you guys. So check this out. Speaking of autism. Speaking of yeah. podcasting, <laughs> so, this, this is what podcasting has been needed. Some Reddit sub statistics. Yeah, dude, so, so, so we're, we're not going to, the listeners can't enjoy the graphic of the Reddit sub. So Yeah, but we can explain it. No, 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 no. So, so Carlos is going to read the, the best quotes on the Reddit sub from the people that were pretty happy about how shitty uh, Robin Hood's epic fail was. I, I think Carmen's going to have to buy me some drinks to make it through the rest of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking Bobby hasn't drank in like five years. <laughs> you know what, man? Let's just do the candle thing again. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, we never did that sucking dick bad breath thing. We can, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can dig that back up again. You know Actually, what? I'm going to. 
I'm going to edit that whole thing out so when Carmen says that, it's going to have absolutely no context at all. <laughs> just going to be Carmen saying, let's do that sucking dick thing again. <laughs> and that's let's just do that sucking dick bad breath thing again. Let's just do yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to put that on loop through the whole episode. <laughs> where I'm like, hey, Carmen, we're trying to do a podcast over here. Let's do that fucking sucking dick thing again. There you go. All right, so for context... The people on the Reddit sub, sub had a field day. Here's all the shit they said. Bobby's going to give us some of the best quotes. Fun without usernames. Um, <laughs> this is from Cock Ninja. <laughs> Our favorite. Is this what a financial collapse looks like? Seems pretty fun. In the event of a class action, I want the record to show I was mentally raped by Robin Hood and now have permanent delusions of grandeur. Remember, folks, if you lose five grand, it's your problem. If you lose five million, it's Robin Hood's problem. Is there an autism awareness week? Is that a thing? Mother of all things autistic. I really hope RHHQ has a giant TV with that scoreboard on it. Then they can monitor how close to bankruptcy they are in real time. So basically, Robin Hood had a major fuck up, like huge public fuck up. And you would think they would tighten the belt and get their shit together. Well, you would be comically wrong. So after that big time whoopsie, Bloomberg, TechCrunch, MSNBC, just everybody just shit all over them. And then the next thing that happened was even better. So Carlos can take us on this one here. 20-year-old rookie trader Alex Kearns decided that he would ignore all the shitty things that Robinhood had already made headlines for and try to do a little trading himself. Unfortunately, Alex got a pretty big egg on his face. He opened a margin account, and we all know what that is, with just a few <laughs> thousand dollars. But then Robin Hood app was hard to use and he quickly racked up huge losses. So Alex, seeing no other choice, he committed suicide. <laughs> what flavor candle did he eat? Yeah, right. <laughs> In his suicide note, he told whoever found him to turn on his computer. That's funny because that's exactly the opposite of what I would ever tell anybody. <laughs> please, please just don't turn on my computer. Just yeah, burn just, it. Yeah, just burn it. Get kerosene. See if you, yeah, exactly. Just, In the just... event of my death, go through my search history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, they saw his profit and loss statement from his trading account. Alex had mistakenly thought he had lost $700,000 because the software wasn't intuitive. So he really didn't lose that much money. He killed himself because he didn't fucking know. It just looked like he had lost that much money, but he hadn't lost that much money. Is that right? Exactly. That's how bad the software was. I bet his wife's happy about that, huh? Yeah, no shit. See, here's the, here's the deal, man. It's like the first hint I would have that it might be a mistake that I lost $700,000 is that I don't have $700,000. <laughs> Yeah. In my life, if you add all the money I've ever made in my... If you add up all the drinks that Carmen bought me, you still... <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I'm just saying, excluding all the money I won for winning stand-up comedy in 2019. <laughs> that was only $6.50, right? Yeah, $6.50. <laughs> yeah, his this worked out well for Alex's wife and their family, because then she's not $700,000 in the hole, and she can go find a new husband. Yeah. She can stop changing diapers for uh, fake uh, retards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so continuing with our countdown, Carmen can take us on this next one here. While retail... Sorry. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. You want to do, it again? Here, do, do it again. We'll do it again. 
We're doing it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. While we, while retail traders are obviously unhinged, idiots using crap software with no quality control, the professionals working for major companies surely have more safeguards in place, right? Well, a rogue trader in Singapore went on a mission to prove one man's stupidity can lead to greatness as he cost Japan's Mitsubishi at least $320 million when his unauthorized bets on the oil market went wrong. The trader, Jack Wang, accidentally took... Uh, Wang. <laughs> it's a, wait, wait. That's, Wang. that's pretty funny right there. The last name is Wang. <laughs> that's like a slang for penis. <laughs> Instead of Trader Joe, he's Trader Wang, you know? <laughs> you get it. You know what's <laughs> up. You know, that's why, that's why you did the, the triple threat. What is it? What do you call it? The hat trick. Hat trick, hat trick. That's why you went around the world. I did, yeah, I did all, but that's different. It didn't have anything to do with the comedy store. I had oh, all three right. holes filled. It just happened to be at the comedy okay. store. Now, now, now you're just showing off. Now you're just showing off. <laughs> the trader, Jack Wang. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. Accidentally took real buying and selling positions out instead of hedge positions. He wasn't paying attention to the total position in line and got in a nearly $2 billion real estate trade that went south. In the end, Mitsubishi's stock price tumbled after that. Wang was fired and sued, and Mitsubishi no longer trades crude oil futures as a result. All right, so this one's like between Ian and Carmen who know what hedge positions and selling positions and futures are. Oh, you got trim the got trim the hedge pros. That's uh everyone that's knows. The, that. That's what that's what that's all about. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's about having the Harry Bush and not having the Harry Bush. <laughs> and then you'll have a future, you know. I'm glad he asked for clarity and you said something that was even more convoluted. That was very nice of you. <laughs> that was a big hold, Ian. Fuck you to you, Carlos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can feel the classism on this podcast, dude. I can feel it. If you do oral on a girl that's got a good hedge, it'll clean your teeth. Floss, baby. You got to get that floss in there. Got to get right. that floss in there. So uh, we'll, we'll let Carlos just take one more and then we'll call it a day on algorithmic trading story. All right. Did you ever think that maybe the topic was the reason that we had to burn that from the podcast? <laughs> no, bro, your microphone was off. The topic was fire. <laughs> you couldn't even say it without falling asleep. Algorithmic fucking... Yeah. We had to resuscitate him after he fucking said those words. This well, is we... why no bankers went to jail back in 2008. <laughs> it was just too boring. They're like, I can't handle this case anymore. Dismissed. What's his name? Enron. Enron sounds cool. Fuck like, all the judges and fucking attorneys were like, I just want to live my life, man. Just forget <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. Back in 2012, one of the largest high-frequency trading firms, Knight Capital, pushed a new update to the servers. Oh, boy. We're getting servers up in this bitch. And forgot to do any QC. Oh, boy. Wait, is that Queen City or Quality any, Control? Yeah, quality they forgot control. to do any Queen City. <laughs> so the code was riddled with errors, and when the market opened, this fucked up algorithm started buying high and selling low. What? Oh, my God. That's what you're supposed to do. That's not. No. <laughs> no. For over 45 minutes before anyone at the firm noticed, the firm 
racked up four hundred and forty million dollars in losses. That's more than I make in a year. <laughs> it's an old joke I like to say. That's uh, Andy Sanford. I see Sanford say that, and I've also heard Norm McDonald say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, they're both very funny comics in just the first 30 minutes. No one had any idea what was going on by the time they were able to identify the donked-up algorithm and shut it off. They were properly fucked. Can we go back to donked-up? Yeah, they were donked-up. But wait, I still have seven more paragraphs to read. <laughs> Stop, I didn't know the one. premise of this podcast was jazzing up a term paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, 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 That's what Carlos yeah, exactly. is dancing. He's going to jazz it up already. We're, punching up, we're punching up the dissertation. Uh, so. I hope you guys get an A on this. I really hey, do. Hey, I, I got Hey, I'm trying to read here. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot we were still doing this. Act two. <laughs> look, look, man, I'm just trying to get my diaper changed, right? <laughs> it's like, I wish I had a diaper right now. I'm fucking about to piss my pants. I know. You need one to finish this fucking paragraph, dude. <laughs> By lunch. Time news. <laughs> By lunch, time news. Okay, I said that wrong. <laughs> I'm just trying to prolong this as long as I can. I know. <laughs> By lunchtime, news broke. Of what happened and their stock price, their stock price, price, price. The stock their, pies, their all stock the stock price. pies. Uh, you, you know what? If you're going to mock me, I'm just going to start all over again. It's just a term you don't know. Stock pies are when you put the money that you want for the stock, you put it in an actual, you bake it into a pie, is, and then you trade it with somebody else on on the floor and then they have to eat the pie until they get to the money which is at the bottom and then they trade it you know what this is something that carmen does every time we talk she makes fun of me because i'm latinx <laughs> i'm latinx motherfucker <laughs> i'm latinx and then she mocks my accent every time it's x on x crime you guys ever watched that movie malcolm latinx <laughs> <laughs> By lunchtime, news broke of what had happened and their stock price dropped by 63%. Okay, I think uh, nobody needs to even know how to sell stocks to know that's a lot, right? That's more than half. All right, smarty pants. <laughs> Fucking Stephen Hawking over here. You know, just, All right, Stephen Hawking over here. Thank you very you much. I just didn't want you to throw in how poor you are just because you can't do math, okay? It's like... Why don't you talk on your robot voice, Stephen Hawking? <laughs> you are faking it. <laughs> the day after their stock price dropped another 32%, one dude, whose only job at the firm was QC, Queen City, we've established that, said he regretted what happened, but he was having a kick-ass vacation in the Hamptons and really wanted the interns to get a little action. So he assigned QC duties to them for the week. Oh, come on, man. I thought when he said he wanted to get a little action, I thought it was going to be fucking good. Yeah, I thought he was going to talk about, you know, some diaper play. Or, yeah, you know, sponge bath. Yeah, throwing a temper tantrum. But if you want to really spice it up, mm -hmm. you assign some QC duties to them for the week. <laughs> hey, 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 Carmen, remember that time I had all those yinglings and I was like, hey. How about you uh, do some QC duties for the week? Right? <laughs> I do remember. But then you passed out. You passed out and I never had to do any QC. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that, that happens to me quite often. Thank God for Blue Chew. Am I right? Come on. Blue Chew doesn't keep you awake. It just keeps your dick up. Yeah, yeah. So it worked for you. <laughs> <laughs> so this little bit of action basically put the largest high-frequency trading firm out of business. I really, I, you know, even though it took me like 30 minutes to read this entire thing, I still don't know what I said. So you guys explain it to me. What did I just read? <laughs> Something? <laughs> All I know is I, I really have to pee right now. I don't think Ian's here anymore. <laughs> I think I busted his balls too much. He left. I gotta, I, I, I really have to pee pretty soon. Yeah, go, go ahead. Pause okay, I gotta pee. Break. I gotta pee. I'll be right back. I, yeah, I think, I, I, I think we can all agree the podcast is off the rails. I gotta pee pee. <laughs> oh, this is the most unorganized thing I've ever been a part of, and I'm having such a great time. <laughs> What's funny is it's so, it's so organized, but there's just been so many things that have gone wrong. Yeah, we, we've actually never gotten like the, off the rails like this before. <laughs> I would like to suggest that it's your fault. <laughs> oh, sure. Blame the victim. <laughs> wait, wait, I thought I was the victim. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get to play that shit. You're here consensually. I got to ask to do something and i've been coerced i've been coerced i was told this was something and it has been something completely different <laughs> oh my god all right fellas i'm back let's talk some derivatives <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we we've moved on to mortgage-backed securities oh. <laughs> i knew yeah. it was gonna be ambitious to try to do something that was you know this technical but um I think yeah. it, I think it came out pretty hilarious though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was telling him because he's he's not getting like the bit that he wanted to happen didn't happen. But I was like, but look at all the fucking gold that we made out of this. Yeah, I think this is so, one of the funniest ones we've done so far. I mean, we'll have to go back and see what we can keep. But I mean, I love that nobody agreed with you. <laughs> I I feel like Ian is so mad at us right now. <laughs> it's, 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 it's obviously just. One of those topics that it's a little bit dry. I was hoping you guys would play it straight, but you didn't play it straight. So now it's like... You know I have a tough time playing straight. (laughs) I know. I know. know. You know Bobby's gay as fuck. (laughs) All right. Let's just cut over to the Pornhub comments. (laughs) Poor Ian. (laughs) But I think we've answered the, the biggest question the show's ever had, which is... How much money does Carlos owe Carmen? Yeah, no, that's not all right. We can move on from that part. You know what? I'm on fucking Ian's side now. We should just let's just scrap this whole episode and get a more serious guest next time. No, what the fuck I was thinking. But the the the, the dark question we've always asked ourselves is: Is this a uh, a really dirty highbrow podcast or a really smart lowbrow podcast? I think we have our answer. <laughs> I think it's both. Because also, Ian, I still contributed shit that I know about it, too. It's also like you can still make fun of it and not be stupid at the same time. That's what's beautiful about it. You're still not ever getting invited again, Carmen. <laughs> the feeling is mutual. <laughs> Save me money on yinglings. <laughs> All right, each week we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gyms. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, 
diaper rash porn, figging, docking, and senseless midget gangbangs, just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. Is it, is it, is it figging? Is that what it is? It is figging. You nailed it. I like how this intro it keeps getting longer and longer the longer we do the podcast. <laughs> the more fucking perverted shit. Yeah, and the moans between them have gotten more pronounced, too. It is. The rule is if you guys bring it up as a topic in the podcast, diaper rashes, figging, we have to call it back at the Pornhub comments. I like it. Well, now, I think you guys should also. Do you guys Have you guys talked about the incest stuff yet? You should oh, definitely oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. Talk about I live it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <Bobby. laughs> All right, we got another fucking quote from there, Bobby. <laughs> Keep it up for the quotable. Yeah, Bobby. let's do that. <laughs> Just for that alone. I mean, I'll, I'll cut out all the yingling shit, but you're fucking going to be the whole podcast. <laughs> Look, just right. tell me where I can get my swastika tattoo covered up and we're even, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, this comes to us from r underscore u underscore gay. So, so you got to read the top part first. Top part. She's oh, calling okay. back to that. Yeah. Right. Mm, all right. Yeah, I guess I probably should. Uh, see. <laughs> the name of the funny, the name funny of the... title. Okay, I got to speak after that disaster a few minutes ago. Um, so all right we've lost bobby <laughs> so we're taking applications for a new host hey i'll do it hopefully somebody that hasn't bought me yinglings at some oh, point come on. <laughs> good luck finding that everybody buys you yinglings yeah, all right god damn it you guys remember how i used to talk with stanhope yeah. yeah that's that's the used to part i was like this guy drinks too much <laughs> doug stanhope was like i'm fucking tired of buying this guy fucking yingling <laughs> This guy's got an alcohol problem. <laughs> uh, 72 minutes of shaking, eye rolling, and squirting from Oh My Bod Torture. And then uh, Are You Gay commented, My sister does the same thing when she sees flashing lights, LMAO. Oh, I get it, because somebody having a seizure shakes. Yeah, I don't appreciate the epilepsy humor. <laughs> yeah bobby's very sensitive to the epilepsy humor because he only fucks epileptics <laughs> hey don't kink shame me bro oh, that's the only way he can get a reaction out of a woman is by fucking shining a strobe light into her face it's it's better than eating candles <laughs> yeah, that's, i mean you know tomato tomato i guess three more references before the podcast ends so we have to use that life hack now, apparently. It's going to be the first episode that we have to do a forward for at the beginning. Yeah, there's going to be an appendix, and there's going to be fucking cliff notes for this motherfucker. We're going to start counting the callback references to candles. This comes from Jakasu1337, which actually is Leet. I don't know if you guys know that, but it's Leet. <laughs> I'm pretty hip. This man's dick looks like a plantain. If he showed it to a horse, that horse would get jealous. This dick can destroy buildings and stop trains. This dude's fucking third leg looks like the Kenza Splattershot Pro. There's a dick you can play baseball with. He has to wear extremely durable pants, specially mm -hmm. crafted just for him. As if he gets a boner, suddenly the dick will rip straight out. The 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch would fear such a Lovecraftian penis. 
on the first two points it seemed like they rhyme and then it just kind of like the dude just kind of did yeah the the rest he just gave up yeah he gave yeah, up the rhyme because you know why he started speaking from the heart he went off the script yeah, and he right. went straight from the heart and that's why i like the end i like the end because yeah. he knew exactly what the fuck he was talking about this is one of the most beautiful love notes i've ever read to a dick and i've written i've written a few i've written a few <laughs> none of them as eloquent as this i just want to point out that i think carlos's voiceover class has really taken off it's really it's really paying off i like that you worked on your lilt yeah like mm, I'm trying. Mm. I'm trying. I, I told you guys that fucking i saw on pornhub that they want translators so i'm just trying to work on this but <laughs> now i just need to learn what a kenza splatter shop pro is yeah that was oh, a very specific that. like that guy was just reading through the Bass Pro Shop catalog. <laughs> uh, this one doesn't have the video, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, Wait, we're not gonna, what? Yeah. Oh, she thought we were going to watch porn videos? Oh, shit. No, no, I didn't think we were going to watch it, but I thought there was like a the title. Like, you know how Ian, or uh, Ian, Bobby wrote oh, the, the title? title. Yeah. 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 yeah, we tried oh, yeah, that yeah, before. Yeah. Nobody finishes it, you know, at the same time. It's, you know. Yeah, we try to watch these together sometimes, but yeah. You're a lady, so we try to be courteous, you know. Well, that's fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, assuming that she's a lady. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Carlos didn't think I was very much a yeah, lady. You, you, you clearly have not met Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you remember hearing, I'm the one buying the fucking Yinglings, all right? I'm the one buying them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just read the comment, you loopy broad. <laughs> Comment. It's <laughs> the third time you've been called a loopy broad today. <laughs> oh shit! The other one was the cop I tased. All right, uh, hex hexine hexadine, H E X E D E N E. Their comment is: Was that a hair Paul? Was that a hair ball? Next. Ah, uh, you said hair Paul. I did. <laughs> Fucking. So remind me never to have any Latinx guests anymore. <laughs> Learn the language. I just, I feel like a guy named Paul would spit up a hairball next to a pussy. That's all I'm saying. It's just a very Paul type of, uh, we know a Paul. Paul Hooper would definitely have his cat cough up a hairball right oh, yeah. next to a pussy. He'd show you pussy. like 10 pictures of his yeah. dick while he was at it too. Yes. Yeah. It's Pearl the hairball and the pussy is mm. the Instagram series that he would start. <laughs> Comment by Hexadine. Was that a hairball next to her pussy the whole time? I think someone has been skimping on their cat brushing duties. So does does a hairball keep you from enjoying the masturbation session? And in real life, I mean, if you, like in Decker's podcast, she pukes all the time. But I mean, it's not going to stop me from finishing like a champ. Would this have an impact on you guys? Yeah, and isn't she like fucking in heat right now? Or is she not in heat anymore? Oh, we got her lady bits fucking destroyed. She's Oh no. Oh my god. Why would you oh, say it like that? You and Decker's pod kittens. I know you guys wanted them, but yeah. Financial algorithmic talk and now the mutilation oh, of your cats. Why would you do that again? Yeah, I'm losing cool oh, points right now today. That's oh, the most god. gruesome thing we've ever talked about in this entire podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, did you guys man. did you guys bring this up because I'm a female? Is that why you're doing this to me? Why do I don't want to hear about this oh, shit? Oh my god. But yeah, I don't I don't doubt that any of these two people commenting came 
I just want to say that for the record. Yeah, there, yeah. No, no hairball in the world is stopping people who have the kind of tenacity to comment on porn videos. They're not not coming. Unless yeah, they right? jerk their dick to the point where it doesn't come anymore. Or, you know what I mean? It doesn't get it off anymore. Right, right. Like, they've already done it enough times that it's just physically impossible. But I don't think the visual is going to impede them from coming. No. If you have the kind of time where you can create a screen name on Pornhub and leave a comment, <laughs> yeah, you got enough time to come to somebody with a hairy bush. And you can yeah. just get back to your hairball porn. Well, it's not it's not the bush, it's the hairball next to the pussy. It's not it's not a hairy pussy. This is a hairball next to a pussy. The cat threw up right next to her and she didn't clean it up. Like that's just nasty. Oh I thought I see I always because I'm such a poet. I always think it's a metaphor, but you're saying it's a literal hairball that was next to her pussy. Yes. Kind of like the yinglings are a metaphor for me expressing All right. my well, undying anyway, we, love. We got to close out the podcast. <laughs> I think we've gone long enough. So awesome having you, Carmen. You got any shit you want to plug? Any shows, any social medias you want to hit? Uh, sure. Go to uh, CarmenMorales.com for all of your Carmen Morales needs. Follow me on all the assorted social media at the funny Carmen, C A R M E N. I have a podcast. You already obviously like listening to podcasts, so you could listen to mine if you want. It's uh, called No Sir, I Don't Like It. Uh, it's me and another comedian, and we talk about shit we don't like. I also, if you're bored in quarantine, I do these little stand up shows live on the internet. They're really rad. They're five bucks. They're free for medical workers. Follow me. I post about them all the time. So that's awesome. You guys have been really awesome. I appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah. Thank you, Carmen. I mean, I, I had to return the favor after you deleted me out of your podcast. What? No, that's not what happened. There's a backstory here. And what happened was, yeah. is we... <laughs> that's how she paid me back for those yay <laughs> We recorded for seven hours. And it was too <laughs> controversial for podcasting. She couldn't get it through the podcasting censors. <laughs> it wasn't that at all. It, all it was is we recorded this after we did a show and we had all been drinking or whatever and i had i ha used to have a co-host at the time and when he listened back to it he didn't want it being put out there because he sounded really hammered and i was like yeah, okay no, I, I get that no i get it i get it i would never want a podcast to go out when i'd been drinking <laughs> <laughs> i love you carmen thank you for doing the too. podcast yeah, thank you thank so you much for having me. me i appreciate you ian please uh don't you know, hate fuck me in your sleep or something. I, <laughs> don't be mad at me. Don't be oh, mad yeah. at me. I I, I, I adore you. And <laughs> Bobby, you're a delight. You guys have been so great. Thanks so much for having I me. Love you, Carmen. Love you, you guys. Miss you too. All right, Bobby, Carlos, you guys got anything you want to plug? I will plug my same shit again. I will do uh, Facebook. <laughs> how about Facebook now? That's how we fucking spice it up here on the Indecorous Podcast because I don't have any fucking shows. I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash Carlos Valencia, and you can hit me up and then uh, challenge me to a fight. Just like yeah, everybody else <laughs> yeah DM, DM Carlos and argue about tire pressure. That, that was, yes, that yes. Way. Thank you for bringing that up, Ian. I appreciate that. <laughs> tire pressure, by the way, PSI, is on your door frame. You look at the door frame, it tells you what the PSI should be on your tires, it is not on the tire. The tire tells you your max PSI. All right, so don't put that much in there. Can we go back to algorithmic trading? 
I'm telling you, PSI matters. It's tough times for Nazis these days. <laughs> <laughs>